Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. My mother would say it's too cold to go swimming. <laughs> Did you have I don't agree. When you were a kid, like it had to be 80 degrees outside or warmer. Absolutely For not. my best friend, Sean. Really? To, yes. Our mother would not let her go swimming. Unless it was above eighty, we did not. Because otherwise, have that rule. it was too cold. You didn't have the rule about you can't swim thirty until you, you got like, it after you eat. That's you that we had. That's an old wives' tale. I know. That's what's so silly is the, well, the rules we placed emphasis used on. Used that they needed a flipping break. Yes, you know of watching yeah. you in the pool, and I mean, how many kids? Hey, mom, look at me. Mom, look at me. How yep. much of that do you see? Moms need a break from that. Right. And that's where they took it. With the yeah, food. but that 30 minutes the whole time I spent it going, is it time? Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? <laughs> just sit there. I can remember, just sit there. See, my mother was lucky because I'd be like, okay, fine. I'm going to go play pretend radio station. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anybody got a pencil? I'll be back in about a half an hour. <laughs> He's in the basement again. <laughs> uh, hey, you got me on for the next 30 minutes before I hit the pool. I loved it. <laughs> God, rocking the back, shaking the legs. <laughs> <laughs> rule the pools. Oh God. Oh yeah. So a few years back, an astronaut named Terry Vertz lived on the International Space Station for almost seven straight months. So a reporter just asked him for tips on how to live with people in close quarters. And here are his four biggest pieces of <laughs> advice if you have a roommate. At the end of this, it's just going to be like more proof that I need to live alone, but go ahead. No, you may be surprised. <laughs> All right. We may surprise you. I may surprise I, I yourself. I think I'm easy to live with, but go ahead. Okay. And by the way, these apply if you're married too, especially if you're in a cramped apartment. Mm, okay. Which I got to say, my eldest niece who got married recently, they are living in this super cute little um, carriage house on a larger property Mm -hmm. in a really great little suburb of Boston. And they're just living this idyllic life, you know, just Mm -hmm. they got this cute little table and they got the cute little Ikea furniture and the place is immaculate. I remember that. Wasn't that fun when the first time you get all your own stuff? And they're posting all these freaking precious, adorable pictures on Instagram Uh and you know, and it's a matter it's of time sweet. before they oh, start yeah. killing each other, you right? <laughs> so here we go. Number one, respect the other person's space and create your own downtime. I, yes. Ding, ding, ding. I agree with that. And space means physical space as well as their areas of the home, you know? I mean, when somebody needs alone time, let them have the alone time. Yes. And if... You know, if they have a half of the bathroom that they want to keep straightened up, don't throw all your crap in their space. Yeah, right? make sure, Both. yes, make sure you spend time apart. Do things on your own. Uh, you know, he, he did a lot of reading up there and played games. Obviously, you have the luxury of leaving your apartment, too. Or uh, even going, like Jen said, like if you're, like outside is Scott's space, you know, when he wants to mow or do whatever in his garage and inside in our bedroom when I like to lay and watch TV is my space. Well, and you know what's really crazy? I mean, how much alone time do you guys need each day? Like, I need at least four hours. I really do. Yeah. I need to be by myself with nobody else around right. for at least 
four hours a day. That's a lot. And when I don't get it, that's when I start to, that's when the anxiety and the frustration right. and the antagonistic behaviors. Well, you feel <laughs> I crowded. I do. I yeah. do. I just, I'm like, ah, I just need to think. I need that. I'd agree with that. You, you and I are the same. On we're that. a lot like that, and yeah. Tim is too. Two or three. I need two or three a day. And I, you know, I luck out. We leave here around lunchtime, mm-hmm. and then we have from lunchtime to five ish before, you know, right. the significant other gets home. And right? then that's So big. I got some time to do You've me. It. And it's, it's not even that I don't want to be around my significant other. I just need, Hi. I just, I got to be on my own. That's how I've always been. If I take your four hours and Tim's two or three hours, add it up, I'm good. I know, because you do. <laughs> you do need more. You do need more. And I, you know, and I would say that to anybody who might think they want to live with you. Yeah. yeah. If, sure. you, he, if you are in his space, he may not be this. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery House and Heart. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In person around you all the time. Right. No, that's good advice. I need considerably less. I, don't, I need like an hour. I get about 30 minutes, sometimes like 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there, but I would like to have uh, about an hour. Couldn't survive it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You couldn't. I mean, well, and a lot of that with me has to do with being an only child. Yes. I mean, I, you know, that's, you need that alone. Yeah. And I was the oldest child. Which, as far as I was concerned, I was the only child. That's right. That mattered. That's true. <laughs> I appreciate your, your honesty right now. Oh my God. I know. Um, <laughs> number two, make sure you always do your fair share of the chores. Otherwise, it can cause resentment. Uh, he says they always spend two to four hours cleaning up there in the International Space Station every Saturday. You believe that? How many? <laughs> Two to four hours. I mean, what are you doing up well, there? Well, they don't have a lot going on, you know? Dusting? Yeah, I wonder how big. Is there a way to find out how big the International Space Station is? Let's Google it. You know, I I would like a clearly defined uh, chores as well and what is expected. Because there's always that, you hear the story about both the husband and the wife work outside of the house, but the wife does all of this work. But he thinks that because he mows the lawn, then that's enough to make up for her having to clean the entire inside of the house. You know, you want to make sure that both people agree on what is an equal amount of the chore. Right. Do you that know what makes, I mean? That doesn't exist. And it, and it gets ugly, too, when you've got a stay-at-home <laughs> parent and the one that works in the house, uh, works out of the house. Yeah. The out-of-the-house parent comes home. The house is a mess, but That's, isn't going to lend a yes. hand. And, oh, yeah, define it. I don't think that even if you have a definition, I feel like it's always It's always moving. And changing. Target, sure. And you got to keep those 
conversations going. So the and the dimensions of the space station are 356 feet by 240 feet. Oh, wow. They don't have that much Slightly space. Slightly larger than a football field. Pick up your crumbs. There's slightly something. larger than a football field. That's what it says. Wow, that's actually pretty or big to me. That's bigger than I expected. larger than a football field. Yeah, because, huh. you know, when, when I think of the International Space Station, I think of like sort of a kind of like a big rocket ship size thing. Yeah. Where, you know, it's not that much bigger than like a midsize airplane commercial airplane but it's it's obviously a lot bigger than that so i guess you know spending two to four hours cleaning every saturday would make sense here's here's a chart that shows you kind of about the dimensions like how high it is oh yeah how wide it is yeah but i wonder how much of that is actual living space i mean do you get in there do you have to go in there and clean yeah you gotta go vacuum up your pretzel crumbs that are floating (laughs) by i mean it looks like a big you know when you take away the solar panels it looks like a Sort of a big cross that spans the width of uh, the field of Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah, because I mean, do you have to get out there and dust those solar panels? That's nah. a good question. I doubt it. I don't know. <laughs> Think about that, though. Could you like? Do you get to just put on your suit and take a spacewalk around the space? Like you know, like when you've had a little spat and you need some time, you need some air. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for a float. I need a break. Uh, make sure you always do your fair share of the chores. Also, number three, do not eat their food without asking. Oh, bingo. Uh, obviously, this is a bigger deal in space because they can't just run to the store. When it's gone, it's gone. But in general, try to respect the other person's stuff. And number four, do not let the problems fester. He says... That a big part of their training, as as these astronauts were preparing to live in the International Space Station, a big part of that training had to do with learning to air their concerns so that tension didn't build up. They had to be open about their feelings, and they had to make sure they always talked things out. And, you know, when you got just a couple of guys in a small space like that for an extended period of time, you know, sure. and it, I don't think it is that much different than living in close quarters with someone. Mm-mm. I wonder no. if they've ever had a woman up there. Surely by now. I think they have. And how? Because I wonder how that changes the yes. dynamic. I wonder yeah. how that changes, like, you know, all of it. Like, does she have to clean the inside or does she want to clean the inside? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to clean the outside. I'll tell you, I had so many roommates in college. I had five different roommates just my freshman year. And then God, three new ones the year after that. And then two new ones the year after that. I just, I have lived with a lot of people. Once graduating college though, no, just, you know, boyfriends have I shacked up with. But um, yeah, I really can't remember. I think I was the one they all complained about. <laughs> I don't really think, because I always felt like I was really easygoing. I never... You know, I didn't get upset over much of anything anybody else did. I can't, re- but I can remember them being on me all the time. For sure. Complaining about my boyfriend being over too much. Complaining about me leaving my stuff all over the table. See, my, my challenge is like with, like with Scott and I, we face challenges because of the ways that we were raised. Like I had two working parents so my parents always did you know you this whole like you have to pick up after yourself you have to clean up your messes you have to do this everything has a place where it goes and he had a stay-at-home mom which isn't a bad 
thing. Mm-hmm. But like she organized the stuff for them and did that kind of stuff. So it's just a different mindset, I think. And maybe that's where like you and your roommates veer off. Like mm-hmm. Jen doesn't pick up after herself. Well, because your mom was always doing it for you. Or maybe you weren't taught organization. Yeah, it wasn't big. <laughs> <My husband. laughs> we were just so busy doing We were never home. Right. I mean, we were just on the go all the time. So it was never, I could just remember my mom when somebody was stopping by the house, she'd be like, oh God, somebody's coming over here. Straighten up all of these stacks. <laughs> and that's what you do now. It is exactly what I right. do. Get the piles looking neat. <laughs> so funny because that's my mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> my dad has finally just accepted it. Yeah. I mean, at some point you have to, because guess who it's driving crazy? You. Mm-hmm. Right on. All right. 513-749-2320. What is the craziest thing you've ever had a roommate do? I got hookah party. I got drunk driver lawn job. And I got invite the bar back night. Wow. wow. I like that. That sounds kind of fun, actually. What, what invite the bar back night? Uh, yeah, my roommate, old Jeff, Jeff 1.0, invited the entire bar. Oh, okay. Over when, the bar, when the bar closed. I was thinking the bar back too. Like, yeah. I always the invite the bar back guy. Yeah. Oh. No. no, that would have been better. No, the, the whole freaking bar. place. I went home 10 minutes early and locked all my high-end booze away. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the time he had the hookah party, and there was everyone smoking hookah, walking around, and then I, I my carpet was covered in little... Burn spots from oh, nice. where the coals had fallen off. Cool. Jeff, have you ever had a roommate outside oh, of yeah. like a wife or girlfriend? Yeah. And I, I was the bad roommate. I didn't mean to do this. I rectified <laughs> it later, but I wasn't even aware of it until months later. So I was living in Portland, Maine, had a couple of roommates. Um, I was looking for another job in radio outside of the country and back in those days, you worked the phones. You sent out your tapes and your resumes, and then you followed up with phone calls all over the country. And so I had calls, you know, they, they, keep in mind, it was long distance. So you had, you know, your AT&T long distance bill back before smartphones and cell phones that were in the hundreds of dollars. And I got a job in Sacramento. I gave my notice. I packed my stuff, moved out completely forgot that they were going to get these phone bills and nobody told me like nobody reached out to me until months later i was talking to a friend of mine who was also friends with one of my roommates and she says terry is so furious with you and i said why and she said because you saddled her with all these phone bills i'm like oh i didn't even think about that i completely forgot mm-hmm. about it why didn't she say anything why didn't she reach out to me mm-hmm yeah. Well, That's, she didn't have your contact info. Well, you got my contact info, and how does she not have my contact info? Like, I'm not that hard to find. Right. And that's when she switched to MCI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but my whole point was, and I and I and I I made it right, but you know, she created this whole narrative in her head that All I had intentionally, yeah, like I had intentionally left behind this astronomical phone bill for her to pay, like I was trying to. Skip out on it, you know, and look, the fact that I forgot about it is on me, but just act like a human being and reach out or, you know, you know, Chris and I are friends. Let Chris know she'll get a hold of me and we'll make this right. Right. And, and I did and it was fine, but yeah, 
Roommates are just stupid sometimes. I'd just rather live alone. I'll pay all the bills. I don't care. Pay oh, my peace. goodness. Just calm down. <laughs> Heather. Hi. Hey, what's the craziest thing you've ever had a roommate do? Oh, man. I had a roommate pee on a couch three times. Oh, it was no. not an accident. It really? was not. She literally a grown woman peeing on a couch. Mm-hmm. Why did she pee on the couch? Oh, you know, roommate drama. We don't have time for that. Oh, so it was like your couch and she was mad at you, so uh, she's going to show you? It was you? my couch. There was an incident where her dog tore up a cushion and oh. it went all downhill from there. Like gotcha. She just was being very spiteful. See, you just reminded me, and I have got to call my dog trainer because my roommate, Merle, peed on the bed last night. Merle peed on the bed last night? on the bed. What the hell is that? I know. Why? So what a terrible thing for a little dog to do. So I'm throwing the sheets in the washing machine at 1030 at night and sleeping on the couch. Terrible. You only have one set of sheets? No, but I didn't feel like making the bed. I only have one. I only have one. What do you call it? Mattress pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's waterproof, and I'm not going to sleep. You know. I understand. You don't have to explain. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Let's see where we're going here. This is Cassidy. Hey, Cassidy. Craziest thing you ever had a roommate do? Hi. Um. So I attended NKU and. Um, so I had a roommate who had friends come over all the time, and these people didn't attend NKU, and they lived under her dorm room bed. Oh, wow. They lived uh, under her bed? Must have yeah, been a small place. Like little, She had like a bed sheet that covered them, and so like you couldn't see them, so they, but they lived under her bed, and she stole a mattress from an empty dorm room, and that's where they slept. <laughs> So she she smuggled them in like they were illegal. Oh my god! Yes, and they didn't even attend the college. Wow, wow. that is pretty crazy. Oh. Huh? That's one way to find a place to crash. <laughs> that is nuts. She charge them for rent, or they get to <laughs> sleep under those beds for free? No, I guess they just didn't want to live with their parents because they were all like eighteen or nineteen, and then hmm. um, so they just. Hitched a ride under her, or hitched a bed under her bed. Wow. Smuggled a couple of roommates you didn't even know you had. Yeah, I got I got some extra ones. Thanks, Cassidy. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. I think that's a first. Hey, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, craziest thing Hi. you've ever had a roommate do. Um, I used to live with this uh, girl, and she had a uh, snake. And I had never had any reptiles or anything like that. I did not realize that she had to keep the mice in the freezer next to my french fries. Oh, wow. Dead mice in the freezer, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought they fed them live ones. It was the grossest thing I had ever. It was nasty. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't like that either. How did you even let her be a roommate? That would have been like, do you have any pets? Yeah, I got a snake. Okay, thanks. Deal breaker. No, thank you. Very, very quickly after that. She also didn't clean. Like, she made us, like, we didn't have to pay rent as long as we cleaned her apartment. It was that bad. And, uh, I mean, I saw, I found, like, Subway that was black under her bed one time. It was, it was, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, You got to evict that one. Yeah. I, I moved out willingly. Yeah. 
See, that's where it's, it's I feel like it's kind of your responsibility to to warn potential suitors and or significant others in that case. Like, I know she's cute, but there's <laughs> something you need to know about her. <laughs> Just as a public service. Right. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.